Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. It is raining outside, but where the Smith and Rowland podcast is playing, the sun is shining brightly because the light is bringing our intelligence right into your heart. And now we have special guest, Alan Smith. I never can hold out to the end of your introduction. I can't hold it. I don't it's, understand why. I, got, why I have a, I, I'm hung right <laughs> well, between hey, the giggle and the disgust. You yeah, do realize yeah. that I got called ungodly and disgusting in our last Sunday show. So, you know. Well, that is true. And I, I guess you do need a little time to, or a little voice there to recover. <laughs> what would you, what did you say you was called? For? Ungodly and disgusting. I think we was both called that. Well, I was trying to leave yeah. you out of it because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I know how. Well, it don't hurt my feelings it. at all. I mean, I'm glad somebody has some feeling for us. I mean, well, you know, I'm just glad somebody's listening because, again, if they're listening, then the sun is shining brightly in their heart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I tell you, was the truth. We're this close. We're this close to Christmas, and you're closer to the Grinch. I mean, it's your sarcasm, humor. You're turning a little more green every day. So I all I can say is, the joy of the Lord shall be my strength. Laughter worketh good like a medicine. That's... And because of all of that, I say all is vanity, just like Saul. Just... <laughs> well, your grimace makes me Grinch. Is all I got to say about it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Rowland, we got a podcast we listen to, and we don't like to call names around it, Smith no, and Rowland, we don't. because of our integrity. That's right. The, the name of the podcast is, I think it's Rip Britches, or... Thorn Curtain. Oh, Thorn. Thorn Curtain. Not Thorn oh. Torn. There's a rip oh. in his curtain. There's a tear in the, the curtain. curtain. curtain he, he's letting yeah. people see in because the curtain is Yeah, ripped. that's right. Well, I'll be honest with you. I bet you we could sit down and have a cup of coffee and have a ball because he, uh, he's not scared to talk. Now, I'll hand, hand him that one. No, he sure ain't. He and is I'll not scared to talk. I have never heard such eloquent defense of New York in all of my life. I have not either. I, it makes me want to go. I know they're a little slow out in Kansas, but. <laughs> and in Oklahoma, but, apparently. In Oklahoma. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, New York is he, the center he, of the universe on speed yeah, processing. I don't. Evidently, done. I mean, I don't mean him no harm, but you reckon he's ever stepped out on the street and looked around? Well, apparently not, because if New York is the standard that the rest of the world is to go by, then he needs to look at the world and realize the standard might just be a little bit off. It's very possible. It's oh, very possible. He's a good fellow. Oh, yeah, we do like him. Yeah. We might pick on him a little bit today. Yeah. We like his guts. He, he's guts. Absolutely. And, and his hat. It. I love his hat. <laughs> you love his hat. I know. I knew yeah. You had this hat thing. But he brings up some stuff here on talking about. He does a kind of a thing on Dr. Brown's had a responsive call in podcast this guy calls in and he jumps up and down about having a third party come in out, out there with mike bickle in kansas city and it's just third party this third and he kept saying to to brown dr brown he said well we just think you need to 
be pushing to have a third party. And Brown would say, uh, well, when I left there, I told him they need to get a third party. And then he'd pop old Brown again a time or two. <laughs> and Brown yeah. kept saying, well, yeah, I've already said. He'd, Brown done a good job. I mean, he'd done much better. Oh, he really did. Done. He really did. He'd, he'd he done really better did. than I could have done. But the Torn Bridges fella, he said, I mean, the Torn Curtain fella said that. Torn Curtain refrigerator. I'm sorry. It's in my, it's in my brain. Uh, he said, he was talking about but he took up for brown but he also took up for the guy that said need to be a third party and i for the life of me jeff don't know where everybody's getting this third party idea from and out of the scriptures well it's it's in a small book in the bible called the book of woke and uh, (laughs) oh my god is that one of them lost books yeah, it's one of the lost books. It's the book of Woke, chapter 6, verse 119. It says, oh my goodness. you know, it says, if anybody is in sin, investigate it thoroughly and call in a third party. You yeah, know, I, I don't well, know how you I missed it. Mean, I totally missed that one. Do you not think at the beginning of this thing, all I heard was Matthew 18? Yeah. Just right. Matthew 18 here, Matthew 18 there, and Matthew 18. We totally get that, but we haven't heard from Bickle. So we don't know that Bickle, Matthew 18 says you go to him first one-on-one, and then you take another or two with you. And if he doesn't want to talk with you or whatever, then you take it to the church. And the the third party, if they're if you want to call it that, is the church. Yes. It's not another group of people. That's right. If you want to be biblical about it. And so uh, I'm all for third party, which is the church. Uh, there at Kansas City, I might add. So that's the expression of the church in which the content of the, you know, the al- alleged problem is. So anyway, it just seems like to me, everybody needs to consider a little more of the scriptures in truth, I mean, you know, tri- and, and there again, I'll be very honest with you, the, the torn fella, I do appreciate what he's saying. What hey, he's old torn is just, a good fella. <laughs> I'd love to have bit. him on the podcast. I but, would too, but he, I, I just say, now he's a little off on this New York thing, being faster than everybody else. He needs to Yeah, of, he well, he just hadn't been, you can tell he hadn't ever been to North Carolina. No, we didn't touch we'll not hold him down here. Yeah, he's a little, little yeah. sheltered up there in North New York yeah. City. Well, but right. he ha- he made his point well that there needs to be a third party. Mine, your problem with that is we're not understanding the scriptural precedence for such a move. Right. It doesn't look like to you and I that things have progressed to that point. Now, it sounds like to me everybody's saying, give us Barabbas, give us Barabbas. I'm just saying in the spirit of that thing, everybody's wanting somebody here to take the fall here for some reason and it might not even be a fall you know a fall to take but you and i have you know we from the beginning of this thing our concern jeff is that wokeism is creeping into christianity not creeping in it's already here it's alive and well the wokeism means that you're varying you're using your what man's using his own knowledge man's using it's uh the courtroom system of our land now, if this is criminal in nature, you and I both know it'll have to go to the court systems Absolutely. of the land. And it needs because, to. And it needs to. If it's taken place, yeah, of course it, it does. needs to go to the court yeah. of the land. But there's, I mean, everybody's getting cart way before the horse. Now, the way <laughs> me and you understand Matthew 18, the whole idea there is, is for restoration. Is that not the what it says? Yeah, and, and let me just say, Al, you know, everybody gets what, what one of the things that happens is you've got this intermingling of all these different perspectives meshed into one conclusion from most people. So, and here's what I mean by that you've got people that's using scripture 
but it's out of context and it's filled, their interpretation of that scripture that they're using is filled with woke opinion and woke ideology. And so they're perverting the scriptures by interpreting it with a woke perspective. And then they're trying to apply that to the situation. And the reason people want to do that is because they don't like what the Bible says about these matters. I want to just state this. If a criminal act took place, the accusers should have begun the process by going to the law of the land. Right. To bring that to the church is the wrong start to the process. If you're going to bring it to the church for the church to judge it, then the process is quite plain. It's there. You yeah. apply Matthew 18 and Galatians 6 1 and other passages of scripture as well to provide complete restoration and healing for all parties involved. That's the biblical mandate. So I'm just saying that when it comes to these matters, you got to make a choice. If criminal acts have taken place, then the process needs to start with the law of the land, if the laws of the land have been broken. But in this case, the accusers started with the church. And then it now it appears that you got a bunch of church people that's saying, well, let's call in a third party, independent, unbiased, unbelieving law firm or organization or even a ministry organization, which I got some problems with. That was one thing Ripped Breaches talked about was bringing in a ministry to oversee this. Okay, that's basically saying the church that Jesus died for is not good enough. So what we're going to do is bring a parachurch organization in to negotiate through this process. That's not in the Word of God. No, it's just not there. It's just not in the Bible. It's just just not there. I don't think you and I are against bringing anybody in if that's what the leadership so chooses. But I think it's the call. It's not the call of Israel, so to speak, to dictate to the leadership of the church there. I don't think the clamoring of Israel, if you will, or the congregant or the people of the church, I don't think it's them to push the point. But now what we're seeing here, Jeff, also is I want to make a little comparison here. They're calling this a woke movement. It's in our country and in the world today. Woke right, movement. which is the bigger issue that we're dealing with. That's which the is, that's the issue that you and I are really tremendously concerned about more yeah. than particulars of this other situation. Yes. But I want you to think about something on this woke issue. This woke agenda to minimize it down to just ideology and not to see it as a demon I right. think would be yeah, a bad I mistake. Try. I try. Now, totally agree. Yeah. And so wokeism to me is the name of a demon. Now, let me show you why I think it's that way. We have in Ephesians 5, 14, the scripture says, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. So now to me, the woke movement, to see the enemy has to parasite off of something that God's doing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the woke movement is a parasite on Ephesians 5, 14, where it says, wake up, sleeper. The woke movement is trying to awaken people to a demonic message. And the mm. wake up sleeper in the scripture rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. We see the Holy Spirit and the word of God saying, hey, Christians, wake up here. The demon yeah. has taken the same biblical concept and has said, calls it the woke movement. It's trying to, the woke movement means is trying to wake people up to this demonic ideology. 
You know, I submit to you, Jeff, that what we have here is a demonic movement called wokeism. And wokeism takes on the ideology is if you're going to, in other words, whatever's wrong, you're going to make it right. And whatever's right, you're going to call it wrong. Mm -hmm. And the way to destroy a biblical leader this destruction that we have happening, I mean, Bickle's situation, him being right or wrong, he's still going to be a casualty of the woke movement. I mean, he's he already had, casually, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. if he has sinned, I mean, that's woe be unto him, and it has a consequence that goes with it. But yeah. this is much bigger than one man's sin, even if he did, yes. which you and I are taking the stand that until he comes out and says something, we believe that he's not guilty right. of what he's been accused of Absolutely. because he is not, it hasn't gotten to there. So that's where we'll stand. Do we know different? I'm sure we've both talked about this. But what's yeah. happening with the woke movement across our land, I'm saying that it's taking on a spiritual facade. It's, take, it's, it's definitely a wolf in sheep's clothing. If you want to know what the wolf in sheep's clothing is, it's the woke movement. I agree. And, that, I totally and that's agree. when you don't handle things biblically. That's the reason you and I, people have said all over, we're trying to defend <laughs> Mike Bickle. And the truth is we are. And any other Christian that's out there, we're trying to defend all Christians. That's, that's yeah, yeah, we're. Even the we're accusers. The even yeah, yeah, even the accusers. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to defend them. Uh, yeah, yeah, we will, we're I will guilty restore because people are making out like it's a sin for us to to defend Beckle. Well, he's our brother yeah. in Christ. You big, <laughs> you right. bunch of buffoomers, <laughs> and and we'll take up for you too. Well, and I know you're sitting there saying, buffoomers. "Well, they're not even a good buffoomer," but uh, I'll give them benefit of the doubt. They're buffoomers, <laughs> and we'll take up for them, Jeff. We have her. Well, sure. Our whole, Jeff, our whole ministry, me and you, has been, we take the gospel, the world is full of what, if you were watching a Christmas story, there's a little old cartoon about abominable snowman, and in that little cartoon, it's been around for 100 years, in that little old cartoon, there's an island of misfit toys, and you and I have always been for the underdog. You and I have always been for the misfit toys, and Bickle's yeah. probably a misfit toy. That means yeah. something about him's broken. Yes, Let me right. tell you something. Everybody that comes to Jesus Christ is a misfit toy. Yes, that's right. You're all broken, whether you know it or not. You're broken. Yeah. And so yeah. me and Jeff Rowland preach a gospel of the misfit toys come to Christ and he'll well, fix in you what's broken. And that's just where we are. And I tell you, I'm We're chiefest among the misfits and I am the most broken that you could ever imagine. And if it's not for the mercy and grace of God, then we've all, we're all deserving of judgment and justice. Yeah. But when justice calls mercy answers, according to the word of God, and when mercy steps in, so to speak, it kind of evens the scales so that grace can be applied. And that's that right. is the that's message right. of the gospel of the grace of God. That's the message. If the woke demon gets involved in that, Alan, oh, it perverts goodness. every perspective just, of scripture just, that you can have. It just tears it up. Jeff, let me tell you something. Just uh, as old boy said, just feel me right here. For some reason, Christians are running around saying Bickle needs to be exposed. Now, my Bible tells me that everything's hidden is going to be exposed. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. right. Is that yeah. not is that not Bible? That's so pray Bible. tell. That's exactly so right. pray tell. Yeah. Why do you have to get third parties, four parties, tenth parties, eleven parties to expose <laughs> something? Where come in, come on, somebody. All yeah. of our stuff's gonna be exposed. Yes, it you're, is. You're a bunch of buffoomers. Buffoomers. It's, be, it's, it's just buffoomery. It's going, it's going to be exposed because the Bible <laughs> says it is. That's just exactly chill right. out, somebody. Yeah. Go get a committee, somebody somewhere. I ain't kidding. Go I get ain't a committee. Kidding. It's all going to be exposed. The Bible says it is. Yes. So we're yes. not having to worry about the exposed part except in our own lives. What we need yeah. to be worried about is somebody going to offer up the grace and mercy of God to all of us buffoomers, all of us misfit toys yeah. that needs a message of grace and mercy. And for everybody that's guilty, my heart goes out to you in our sin. Yeah, buddy. That's, my heart right. that's exactly right. Jeff, I remember you had one fella <laughs> come to church there. He was an alcoholic. and you'd, I've said it before, but you'd get him out of jail on Saturday night. And you'd say, just come sit here on the front row. And yep. you had him in church for over a year, sitting on yep. the front row, about half hung over. Yeah, I thought, and I'll be honest with you, all our listeners, I thought Jeff was half crazy. He'd yeah. tell him he'd go get him, bring him in. And see him. I said, well, Jeff, he's still half drunk. He said, well, Alan, I don't know nothing else to tell him. God don't touch him. We're, we, it ain't, I'm, we're in trouble. And he, Jeff would tell him to sit there and to sit there. And he sat there for a year. Half the time he was sober and half the time he's hung over. Another, a third of the time he still had his pistol in his pocket. And I That's said, right. oh, God, oh, God, I'm telling the truth. Am I telling the truth or am I lying? Tell the truth. Absolutely. And so he sat there and he, Jeff said, I don't know what to do for you. Just sit there till God touches you. Well, one Sunday, God touched him. Yeah, boy. Slapped a slobber out of him. Yeah, and I mean, set him free, raised changed him up with his, his hands and changed his life in a one second of a time. That's exactly. I had to right. wait over a year on it, but in one second, yeah, yeah, God done right. more in one second than every rehab and every yeah, positive right. thinking. And every and God just done it in a second. And we didn't even send the boy to inner healing after it was over. It was we over. didn't even do nothing. Now we fussed at him a lot. Yeah, it didn't that's do right. No good. We inner <laughs> healing. We we kicked him in the butt. We done yeah. everything you could do. We tried scaring him to death. Yeah. He wasn't even scared. No, that's right. And so we've tried it. We've tried everything everybody else did. But yeah. the truth is, it didn't nothing take place until God touched him. That's right. And that's and so what we anyway, need to awake out of our sleep to embrace again. That's what the scriptures are talking about in Ephesians 5, 14. Yeah. Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And so Romans our goal 13 is, says it's high time to awake out of That's and, exactly right. Uh, high and time. you know what, Alan, just in terms of what she's talking about there, and this has been something that's been mulling around in my spirit for a while. Back in the day... Over here, let me just say the whole church was built out of rejects and misfits. That's exactly right. It seems odd to me that the very crowd that was rejects and misfits want to throw stones at somebody that's a reject and a misfit today. That's right. And I got to tell you, there's something wrong with that. And I pray the Holy Spirit will convict us all to get that's back right. to calling out, calling forth the rejects and the misfits. And let me just clarify here for my own. This is a, this is a, a rare time when, but listen to this. We've talked about homosexuals and transgenders and all of the different things that this culture is faced with. And I got to tell you the truth. Every homosexual, every transgender, 
needs the love and the grace and the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. And hidden in those people is the greatest treasures of the kingdom right. on That's this right. earth. Right. And we need to go after them. Not and to mean, condone you believe their that sin, with all of our heart. With all of our heart. Not to condone their sin, but to get them to Jesus. That's right. And so that their life may be changed. And guess what? It might take a year. That's right. But at that, that timing's not up to us. That's up to the Lord. Yeah. And I've never seen him not get the job done. Uh, Jeff, I'll tell you what's true. I'll go as far as say this, because you and I have done it. People don't know it that listen to us. But our heart does go out to I'm just going to say people in sin. Our yeah. heart goes out to people in sin. And the truth is, our heart really goes out to you. That's the reason we take up for you. Now, yeah. we'll say that we'll call sin sin. If Bickle's in sin, he's in sin. He's but in we sin. still ain't yeah. going to throw him off the truck. No. I don't care if he's in sin. We're not throwing him out of the truck. We're at no, 100 but... miles an hour. We're not going to do it. We're going to cover right. him. That's we're exactly We're going to cover right. him. That means we're going to go to bat for him. We're going to cover him. That's right. If you talk about Mike Bickle, we're going to fight for Bickle. That's right. We're going to tell you, you need to hush. If somebody comes against you, we're going to do the same thing. Same thing. We're going to fight for you because as Christians, we feel like it was Jeff and I's been, we've been so many through so many wars. We know what it means to have a good friend. And yeah, boy. we're going to fight. Right. We're going to fight for each other. Even if you're wrong. Now we might get you in the room back here and say, what in the world are you thinking? Are you thinking <laughs> we, you're going to get us all killed? That's right. Dummy. <laughs> We've had many of them conversations. Well, you sure you're going to get us killed <laughs> acting like that. <laughs> and, but that's, that's for private conversations. <clears throat> yeah, boy. We've been private and we've yet to be in the time when it's really serious business that men hadn't broken. They've yeah. been broken into, they've repented. We've never been in a situation. And then we walk out of the room. Do we advertise it to the world? No. If the person's repented, we did Matthew 18, and yeah. you don't need to go to the church. That's exactly right. You that gained that your was brother. the last, and you gained your brother. That was the last resort. So anyway, I don't know, Jeff. We only thing I can tell you, if you're a misfit toy out there in a church or wherever, you're in good company with me and Roland. Yeah, boy, that's uh, because, right. Because we have seen the power of God yep. move in a room of misfit toys. That's that exactly God's right. God's redeemed and that God's redeemed and put him back <laughs> together again. And one thing Jeff and I have learned, I'll tell you why some people have problems with us. Anytime that Jeff and I have strayed from the message of total and full, fully restoration, anytime we have excluded anybody, yeah. I hope y'all can hear me. We've tried it. We've got a little religious spirit going on a time or two, and we're going to exclude somebody. Yeah. But every time we exclude somebody, we lose the anointing. Ain't that we right lose it. That's exactly right. That's the anointing exactly goes right. out the door. That's so, exactly so right. There's, our flesh is just where your flesh is. Everybody yeah. else's flesh is. We think everybody needs to get what they deserve. Yeah, Our boy. flesh has the same thing. Yeah. But we've lived long enough to know that the anointing of God leaves our lives. That's so exactly something right. about that is not right. Yeah, there's something about what people are doing to Bickle is not right. That's exactly there's right. something That's about so this thing stinks to the, the nostrils head. of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah something about this puppy stinks. It's I'm telling you, yeah, it really 
is. You know, there's going to be a day we're not going to talk about the situation, Jeff, but every time we see another article, it kind of sparks us off. And I want Dorn Curtin, fella. He really has a good podcast. He and really we does. enjoy him and yeah. we watch him and we're going like to take him, him to task a little bit today, but he, he can take it. I mean, he can, he's, he's a good fella. So. Yeah, he's a New York But anyway, guy. that's he's our tough. story. And he's a New York guy. He's tough. Yeah. What can we he's say? tough. <laughs> exactly right. Because they do things faster he, up there than we he, do. Evidently, we think a lot slower down here, but yeah, we don't. Right. We tend not. We do think a little slower. He's right, Jeff. But if you think, if you slow, you're thinking down a little bit. You don't make quite as many mistakes. That's right. How about just a better thought? conclusion? That's right. <laughs> we might need a little New York, and he might need a little Southern. Yeah, Who that's knows. exactly right. All right, that's Roland. Right. Hey, we have a hug. great we day, Farmer Smith. We're going to mess around and hurt somebody's feelings. No, not us. No, no, yeah, maybe not. Okay, buddy. All, All right, right, bye-bye. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.